When the universe is showing you all those signs, you got to sometimes go left, you got to go right. But you got to keep going straight because you got to know where that focus is. Who are you doing it for? Yeah. Are you doing it for your first name and your last name? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Million Little Adventures. Thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. This week, episode 18, we have a special guest. We have another fellow podcast host and certified life coach, Rory. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? It's another day in Canada, but I'm here to serve and deliver some content, some quality messages and things like that. Right, Andrea? Yes. Okay. Yes. Very much appreciated. And you're in Toronto? London, Ontario, Canada. Yes. Ah. But, you know, COVID and this and that and blah, 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 blah has, you know, hindered me to live in Toronto on a full-time basis. Oh, really? I wanted to go over there. This thing called COVID happened back in March of 2020, just after my birthday. And I was like, hmm, did I bring this on? You know what I mean? I'm teasing, I'm messing. I'm here to have fun though. Yes, yes, thank you so much. Uh, But first, before we like, before the fun, like how, how did COVID treat you? Was it like good, bad, roller coaster, up and down? COVID-19, but now we're in 2021 gave me the sense of purpose and to really align with the measures of what life means for me. Um, Really understanding who's in your circle, really understanding what life is really about, family, friends, you know, acquaintances, things like that, and really to bet on yourself, put all the poker chips down on the table to really understand that you can make a difference in this world. Oh my God, I, your voice is so calming, Rory. You're talking and I'm literally, you can't see it, but I have goosebumps. I don't know. This is why I reached out to you and I said it in my initial message. You know, when you click on someone and then you like their content and you just keep scrolling. To people, I felt like I like dove into like a rabbit hole on your Instagram page. I hope that's not creepy. Uh, but <laughs> I was just like, If we were to meet in real life, I don't know, maybe you can determine that after this conversation. I feel like you, you bring a good vibe and, and that, and I really like that. So I, I just thought, you know, let me just shoot my shot and reach out and and here we are. (laughs) You know, I'll say this conversation is the most important piece. Mm -hmm. And for me, I'm always having conversations. doesn't matter who it is. It could be with a podcast. It could be a discovery call. It could be family, friends, whoever. I'm always in conversation because conversation is going to allow us to give us the ability to learn, right? I think that's what people forget, learning. You Mm -hmm. always learn something new in a piece of a conversation. Yes, I completely agree. And that's a little bit of why I started this podcast. I I would consider myself a traveler. I've traveled a number of places and so during that time, I've connected with so many individuals and I've heard their stories. And the reason why I started this podcast, because for me, adventure has a different meaning than just maybe like this grand, like exploration of discovery, but it's also like the little adventures of life, you know, you know, starting a new job, getting like buying a new house. And I want to connect and share people's stories. And like, I feel like I always like to take something from those conversations and there's always value in those conversations. 
So I'm just like, why not start a podcast? So like they can just listen and just hear for themselves, you know? No, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, I'd listen, four and a half years ago, I had the same venture, the same dream, yeah, the same aspirations. And I decided to say, listen, it's going to happen. What's a podcast? It's August 23rd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Four and a half years doing this is, man, it's, it's a journey. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm it's sure you've had your journey. For me, it's coming up five years of doing this. Five years. Wow. Like, I know on that day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really take it all in because I'm going to be like, wow, this is where I've come to. All the people I've touched. There's wow. been explosive episodes. There's been controversial episodes. But you know what? I never stopped. I never slowed down. I never gave up. Mm-hmm. And for you, never slow down. Never give up, no matter what you got going on. Oh, that's hard. That's hard. I feel like mm-hmm. I'll have more questions about that later. But um, but you you said it now. You're coming up on five years. When is your anniversary? October thirty first. Yes. Oh, Halloween. I went up against Halloween. <laughs> Don't ask me why I went up against Halloween. <laughs> oh, you were just like at that time. Do you remember your thought process during the exact? Oh yeah. Oh, you're yeah. Just like let's do it. People are. <laughs> I was in my backyard. I said, October 31st, something's coming. I said, it's yeah. a podcast. I go, what's a podcast? Like I just mentioned. Yeah. October 31st came. I released the first episode. Everybody's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't taken by everybody the right way because I talked about social injustice issues on the heels oh. of Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah. So when I was talking a lot about Colin Kaepernick and talking a lot about his, um, his journey, his mission, Mm-hmm. A lot of people mocked, they jeered it, you know, not to take away from that conversation. But then you look at what happened in 2020, George Floyd dies, we're in the streets marching. Come on now. You know what I mean? You know, Put two and two together. Exactly. Put two and two together, you know? And that's not an issue that you can just ignore or suppress because like you said, 2016 to 2020, you know, it's, it's, it's there. It's, it's always going to be there, in my personal opinion. I feel like that's a whole nother. <laughs> it's a whole nother story, but you yeah. know, it's where, it's where the angles are going. The angles yeah. and the narrative is pushing towards diversity and inclusion, mm-hmm. right? Diversity and inclusion in the workplace. You know, you're thinking about content creation, you think about being a micro influencer and an influencer. Yeah. It's all over the place. But the thing is, what's happening now is I feel like the world has waited too long to now yeah. push this agenda. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's now all of that had to happen for us to now have these conversations. It should have happened from a long time ago. It goes back to, look at the civil rights movement, right? You think about from Malcolm X to Martin Luther King, all of that was leading up to, some of us ignored it, but some of us were paying attention, Uh you know? And then you look at sports activism, right? Is the other thing. Then you look at, you know, all the other things that are going on in workplaces, you know what I mean? Does it not look weird when you don't have people of color you know, people of minority not in power places in the world, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a conversation that has to really start happening. Yes, you know? absolutely. And, I agree. And I've been quiet on it a little bit because I get it. You don't want to rock the boat too, too much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes you got to go back down that. You know, what did you say? The rabbit's hole? The rabbit's hole? Yeah. The rab- yeah, go down the rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. Go down the rabbit hole and you're going to have these conversations, start rocking the boat and tipping it and seeing what's going on, you know? Keep people in check. Hold them accountable a little bit. See what you dig up, right? <laughs> I'm always digging. I'm You're always digging. digging. That's good. Always learning. That's that's one thing I, I really like strive to do. I always want to 
learn and grow because I, I don't believe that there is people have goals, which is great, but I feel like goals are, are great to get you to a certain point, but I, sh- you shouldn't limit yourself to that just one goal because then, okay, you reach that now move higher and higher and higher. Like, I don't feel like there's a limit to how much a person can grow. What, what do you, how do you feel about that? It's a good question. It's a good question. Um, broad question also too. I feel like goals need to be measured by long-term, not short-term. Mm. When I say long-term, a lot of people have these goals that like, say for instance, running, they want to run 25K right now where you're sitting in what, August. Uh-huh. So people want to run probably however many K by the end of the year, but have you mastered 5K? Uh. If you have mastered 5K, you can't say you're going to run 20, 25 ultra marathon. Goals need to be used as a pace tool, right? Okay. Don't have some goal where it's like, Oh, I'm going to shoot for this goal, but you don't have the things that are working up to it. You know what I mean? You have to master certain things. So in running, what's your nutrition like? What's the, the sleep patterns looking like? What is your water intake looking like? Your, what your rest and recovery like? What's your strength and conditioning looking like? You know what I mean? All those things matter when you're reaching that goal to running. And I like to use running as a, as a good example because it's the, the trendy topic right now. Everybody wants to be outside and running and things like that. I, I'm glad you use that because I enjoy running. I'm not like the best runner. I just, I like to run. It clears my mind. It, that's what I use. I enjoy hiking, running. And that's where I literally can just throw in a podcast and not think or think about different things that don't normally, that aren't usually on my mind. Does that make sense? I'm an overthinker. So um, my day to day, I'm constantly have these thoughts and overthinking. But then when I'm running, hiking, that's not an issue. I'm just kind of like in my space. I'm calm, even though you may be out of breath and, and you're, you know, <laughs> but you're calm. I'm calm. That's what calms me anyways. Exactly. Um, exactly. But I will say um, I am guilty of wanting instant gratification with running. And I like, for example, I'm the one to be like, I want to run 25K, but I still haven't mastered that fight because I guess it's about habits, right? It's developing good it, habits. And I think I, what it is, it's like this. I use a lot of sports references. Everybody, oh, I like wants, that. everybody wants to get to the championship, mm-hmm. but you got to look at some of the greats. They didn't get to the championship first year. Magic Johnson did in the first year. That's one of the first guys I can think of. Yeah. When you think about Tom Brady and you think about Michael Jordan and you think about Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal, I can go to all different parts of sports. It's timing. You got to practice your reps. You sometimes got to take a lot of losses before you earn that win. In running, there's going to be those little nicks, those little injuries. And it goes back to recovery, sleeping. Uh-huh. You got to optimize that sleep. If you don't optimize sleep, I'm telling you, you're going to fail at a lot of things, right? Oh, God, you're saying so many good things. I need to like, I'm glad I have this as a recording because I'm not going to listen back to it. Of course, all podcasts you got to listen back to. Yeah. Um, well, let me take it back a little bit, actually, because I want to know how did you, you started this podcast four years now, approaching five, but like, did you see where it would go or the potential of where you could go? Because now... I think you're 300 plus episodes, right? That's amazing. Was there ever a time where you were just like, there was a slump? And how did you get over that? I love how you say that. You know, I can go back even further from the podcast in 2016. Mm -hmm. Let's go back like 2011, 2012. Oh, wow. I don't know this. I used to have a music blog, created that from the ground up, pulled it down, 
because of the person I was dealing with. Now, not to slander this relationships, knowing the right energies to keep around you. Uh, when you have people that always want to pull you down, say you can't immune to anything, uh-huh. it does a lot. It yeah. adds that fuel to the fire. Me, I'm a person that deals a lot with adversity. So that's what I use to channel my passion in health and fitness. And so from health and fitness, it went to the podcast, but I still in health and fitness. Now COVID happened. I decided to pull myself into the life, the life coaching back last year. Mm-hmm. So let's dial it back just a teeny bit to 2016. I used the landing, the landing pad to say to myself, listen, I'm here and I want to find a way to inspire people, not only through health and fitness, but through mindset. I've always had it in me. It was enlisted into me. First time your listeners hearing this story, my grandfather, right? He's a big time, he's a big time, sorry, motivator. You know what I mean? He was a police officer. You know, he used to take a lot of people underneath his wing. Coaching, discipline, mindset, all enlisted in me, all growing up. I'm a little older, right? I'm a little older. I'm 37, right? So (laughs) I don't look it, but you know. You don't look it, no. (laughs) 37, fountain of youth. And I said, I have the ability to take what 90% of health and fitness people are not using, mindset. You may go to somebody for an hour, but what are they doing the next 23 hours? What do those connection pieces look like? It's all about mind. Mindset has to be attached the right way. Now, when you go down the slopes, for me, there was times that the mindset wasn't always there. Uh You know, you're around certain people. You date certain people. They don't believe in your vision. What do you do? You sometimes got to just remove yourself from those scenarios and situations. When the universe is showing you all those signs, you got to sometimes go left. You got to go right. But you got to keep going straight because you got to know where that focus is. Who are you doing it for? Yeah. You're doing it yeah. for your first name and your last name. And that's the thing with me. When I got into this podcast, the dips that I had were probably because of the wrong energy I surrounded myself with. And it's so funny because I say this on, a, on, a, on an upcoming podcast, is protecting my energy. I'm protected, Andrea, everywhere I go now. Yeah. People say, how do you protect yourself? It's just not pushing your mind or being around people that are just wanting to talk about people all the time or talk about negativity in life and always want to be gossip. And I've, I've, I've separated myself from that. So what I mean is when you separate yourself from the things that are going to pull you into the wrong direction, right? That's when you start elevating. How do you separate yourself though? Okay. You're aware of a toxic relationship that you have. You're aware of what you need to do. You need to separate yourself from that negative energy, that toxic, toxicity. toxic. But I've tried to do that in the past, but my emotions get the better of me. And then I start feeling bad. I'm like, is this the right decision? I know it's like the right thing to do for me, maybe possibly in the long run, but like that initial, maybe few days, couple weeks, you feel like shit because you're just like, you're maybe, what if it's a person that you really care about, but they're just not good for you? You know, how do you get over that? How do you deal with that? And then on another side, if people see you doing that, they're like, are you like the comments of possibly being like, are they just being over dramatic? Like, how do you deal with that? Have you ever, have you experienced that? <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> you're talking to my life right now. So where do I go here? We're, we're on an adventure, you said, right? Yeah. So, also, I just want to comment. I am 
I'm getting better now, but a lot, a big portion of my life, I've been a people pleaser and always putting others before myself. So when I finally make a decision to like remove negative people from my life, it's like out of the ordinary for my character to other people. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they have now an idea or an expectation of how I should react. And so now doing something for myself, it's like out of character. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm finally happy of like removing this from my life. Why do you see that as an issue? Hmm. You know? So, yeah. So going back to the original, the original conversation, mm-hmm. is you, you sometimes have to look at where you are in your life. And can those other people need relationships expire? They all do. Everything expires, like milk, right? like food. We cook, we put it in the fridge. After what a week, family, so, it can expire too. Oh, really? okay. You know, and that's the unfortunate thing that everything around us. I look at it from a realm of temporary. That there's life, and then there's death. We're not going to live forever. Yeah. And any given time, like that, things can just end. I heard a stat. They said every five years, friends change. I believe it. Yeah. I look, if I, if I start calculating the last 10 years, the same people that I rode with, they're not all here. And I ask myself, why is that? Well, look at where you're going. That sense of clarity. When you're clear, people tend to want to pull away from you because they can't reach you. They can't have that access to you. Not everybody that we're on this journey through life is meant to be with us. Right. And that's just a harsh reality. It happens in breakups. Before this COVID situation happened, here's a here's an interesting stat. Everybody around me was all breaking up. Before COVID. Before COVID. Okay. And I was like, is there something in the air? Something's gotta be in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then COVID happened. But then what COVID allowed us to do is reconnect. If you use it as a reconnection tool or as a disconnection tool. Right now, currently, I say to myself is, I look at the guys that are in my inner circle. We all talk, but it's not the same. Yeah. Why is it not the same? And if they were all on this podcast on separate screens, I'd say the exact same thing. So what is it? Why are we not the same? Well, we're all in different places in our life. Some are going to reach back out to reconnect. Those are when you know that you're real for your tribe. The ones that disappear and separate and separate and separate and separate and separate. They were never in it for the right reasons, right? Do you believe in, in that statement where that whatever is important to you, you make time for? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Because I feel like that's, you know, it's, you can go either way with what you were saying. You can either choose to reconnect or essentially like disconnect, you know, it's just, and I feel like if in a relationship or whatever is important to you, you, you make an effort to make that part of your life. or yeah how do you feel about um what's the word uh reciprocation so is it okay to have relationships where you care about someone and they're not reciprocating it back or do you feel like there needs to be reciprocation there has to be reciprocation so it's 100 (laughs) i know i'm I'm just trying i feel like i'm so i'll say this to you i need like after i'm like Am I like overthinking these things sometimes? You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, I have these thoughts in my head sometimes of different situations in my life. And I'm just like, am I like, is what I'm asking for too much? Because I'm asking for someone to, hey, if you care about me, 
make time for me. But then they have me questioning, like, is that too much? The thing, Andrea, that's happening in life is that we're in, we're on this clock, this ongoing clock. And a lot of people don't know how to use time management the right way. Mm-hmm. So if you work a nine to five, we want to come home and sit there and do whatever they want to do. They want to veg out. I'm in a very busy world. Mm-hmm. Some people say busy. I say productive. Working a nine to five. You got a podcast. You got a content create. You got a coach. Mm-hmm. Then you got to build time for yourself. Yes. You notice how I did that, the order I did that in? Time for myself is the last one. Mm. Is that right? your priority list? That's your, that's your list. Not that it's my priority list, but that's when I make. So nighttime is when I have like times like this. If I'm not doing connections and stuff like that, this is when it's my time to just rest and relaxing. Mm-hmm. Just chill. You know what I mean? Pop on the video game, play for a little bit. You get a couple of text messages come through. I'm accessible. Yeah. I'm very accessible. But some people may look at my life and say, is he's not accessible. So how am I going to be able to connect with him? Mm. I'm here. Yeah. Some, but here's the thing is this. I'm not going to water dead plants if you're not going to pick up the can yourself and try to water over this side. That's cool. Oh, I love that. If it's, it's going to be dead, it's going to be dead. Mm. So when you're, when you're making, I would say, if you're making demands, it's because you know what you want for yourself. Yeah. So when you know what you want for yourself, the reciprocation has to be on the same suit, right? Mm-hmm. Look at the best teams in the world. It was through connection, right? Through communication being the biggest one. And there's a lot of things that get misaligned with not communicating. Nobody wants to pick up the phone anymore to talk on the phone. And call. I love talking on the phone. I don't know about you. you. I do too. I love picking it. Up, picking up the phone to communicate. I released an ebook, right? But I'm gonna read. I'm gonna do a reformatted version of it. It's gonna be a 2.0 coming out soon. Ooh. And it was about the power of communication in the DM to connect through business, mm-hmm. podcasting. And when you think about this from a from a perspective, you have to look at it where we have the ability to be communicators. We're soul connectors. So if you have some people that that are not on that same wavelength and they're not on that same purpose as you, it's gonna be hard. Uh-huh. that's why you got to do those check-ins right yeah. i'm going through something right now where i'm like eventually i have to do that check-in i got to see if we're really aligned but then my ego and my pettiness says why do it why why even why even waste and manufacture that time you just be petty sometimes you're like why am i gonna do this yeah if they're not gonna do it why am i gonna do it but I know when we simply sit there and we sit and we are going to break bread at the table, somebody's going to have to eat. Uh-huh. Either you're going to eat with me at the table or you're going to have to get up and just walk away. Have you been put in a situation where you've always been asked to be the bigger person with the petty, you know, because, you know, you could, if you're petty and I'm petty, who makes the first move? Where chess. it's a game of chess. It's exactly. Chess. But what if you're not patient enough? To follow through in this game <laughs> because i've and always all been we patience, though. all we I... got is patience you know some of the greatest chess players have to practice patience and you always got to be humble is the other thing buy your time it's like 
what's his name? Dr. Eric Thomas, right? I call him a, a mentor to me, right? And that's where I got my certification through ET, the hip hop preacher. And he had a little skit where he says in life, you're either a shooter or a sniper. I know it sounds aggressive, but what does a shooter always do when you watch a lot of action movies? They're always shooting all over the place. They're not really impulse, hitting anything. Impulse, you know. Impulse, yeah. Impulse. Majority of people in life are shooters. Mm-hmm. Us, we're snipers. A sniper will sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait until it's ready for him to take that shot. And when he takes that shot nine times out of 10, he's not going to miss. That's perfect. So I play the sniper route. That's just me. Because I know when I shoot, I'm going to shoot to impact. Mm. Okay. Wow. I feel that's, that's impactful. <laughs> masterclass. It's masterclass. <laughs> I, like, I like doing things like this. I like doing things like this. No, and I, I like talking about this kind of stuff. So it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, you mentioned that you have a, like, he was your, uh, sorry, I, I didn't, I can't. Dr. Um, Dr. Eric Thomas, ET, the hip hop preacher, right? Oh. Not so a coach, mentor, because there's a whole ongoing saga between mentor and coach. Exactly. Well, well, let me get your your perspective because for the unknown listening to this episode, what is a life coach? How do you define it? And can people have both, or can you have one without the other? It's funny you say this because I swear the timing of this podcast is so key because mentors for me is somebody that you're going to be able to listen to and check in with. But like I mentioned, I've only met Eric Thomas one time, right? Do we have a conversation? No, we had a moment where we embraced and he signed the book. Mm. But what I look at that to be a mentor is like he was talking to me because back in the days of health and fitness and when I was training and being over, what, 300 and some odd pounds, I took a lot of those YouTube videos and I put them into my iPod. And I was listening to a lot of the content through the time, right, as I was working out. I went one month, no music, straight Eric Thomas, right? So for me, that's a mentor. Even though he's giving me some nuggets of coaching, but now a coach and what a life coach is, a life coach is going to be somebody that's going to be here. Now it could be long-term, it could be short-term, depending on where everybody's at in their life. Some people need to have the, the, what do I say, the the training wheels still on. And that's not a bad thing. Sometimes you got to have the training wheels until you graduate and you can take the wheels off and you can ride the bike to upgrade to whatever you want to upgrade to. Somebody that's going to be either you meet with them, it could be three times for the week, it could be once a week, depending on what's required. They're going to do deep dives. They're going to have a master class set through mindset to really know how to empower and what's going on up here. Because if this is not right, nothing else is going to be right. Right. That's where the life coach comes into play. You know what I mean? Somebody that's going to be here to hold you accountable and really want to see you succeed in life. So now, this is the fun fact. Every master coach that you see will have to see and have to seek other mentors or coaches. And right now I have, I have two coaches. Well, one coach for business, for business, uh-huh. building a brand, building a business, scaling your business. And I'm going to get another coach when it comes down to just some influential things. Like when it's looking at like social media presence and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Also. Okay. Right? So you always have a coach always has to have a coach. You always have to have a coach. If you go, if you look at, look at some of the greats, look at the greats. Michael Jordan probably had three, four different coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The infamous Tiger Woods, three, four different coaches. 
right? Denzel Washington, he has coaches. Really? Johnny Depp, all those guys, they all have coaches. Just in multiple spaces, like their craft, their personal life, yeah. in, in business, like yeah. similar to what yeah. you're doing. And yeah. okay. With coaching, is there an end goal? With, let's say, like who determines when your coaching stops? See, this, and that's a loaded question now because every coach has a different structured system. Mm-hmm. Some people have where it's like you work with me ongoing, you just re up your coaching program every month. You mm-hmm. can do that. I think what it comes down to whoever's taking the coaching, it's when they're ready to say they've graduated. I think it's when they're saying, hey, listen, I've earned and I felt I've understood everything about myself. And then maybe four months down the road, six months down the road, they're saying, wait, hey, I may need you again for this. You know what I mean? Mm, I see, I see. Okay. And so I was like looking at your, um, listen to your podcast and you have a wide range. You talk about habits, building confidence, accountability, you know, the list goes on productivity, even like going into technology. Is there a topic that you don't talk about that's off limits? And, you know, the, the famous conversation, there's a lot of people that want me to go back in the relationship conversation. I was going to ask, I was going to be like, maybe I, I have a little bit of a relationship issue. <laughs> Especially now, because there's a lot of feminine energy, there's masculine energy, there's misogyny, there's, oh my goodness, where, where do you want to go? And mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm working on something with that. I keep saying I want to do something a little unique in that space. Okay. Right? It may not, I'm not trying to do it remotely because I want to do something a little bit more panel, find a venue, talk. Wow. Um, start okay. paying sort of people up. And hey, people listen to this, they want to take the idea of a right ahead. You got to know how to articulate it because you always have to be now, I got to be the middle person. You know okay. what I mean? In the, in the situation, stuff like that. So eventually I'm going to get back in that wheelhouse. There's been, there's been some friends that have said, we want to talk relationships. And I said, is just, just wait. So, but because you have in the past. I have been past, yeah. like yeah. early, earlier podcast. Early. Yeah. I was like raw. I was just raw. <laughs> it it go it can go any which way, you know. It, and it could be a roller coaster of being really nice in the beginning, and then it just hits a nerve in certain places. You know, it, well, the other night, I was with I was with the guys. I was like with the La Familia, right? Yeah. I was with the guys, and we were talking about it, and. The relationship conversation came up and I nuked all their conversations because I'm like, you guys can't, you can't want him to go after this one person when this person had interaction with her and that person's had interaction with her. Oh my Why God. You want to date her now. You can't do that. You got to even, even if the other boy, the guys are like, yeah, go for it. They said, go for it. I said, the abort mission. <laughs> Because I'm gonna say something. First impression is a whole a whole thing, right, Andrea? Yeah. First impression yeah. is a whole thing. Yeah. So what for me is when it comes to the first impression is like if you see one person and they're now being passed inside the circle, do you want to be the third, fourth person? I see. But because then that- where's the loyalty? If there's okay, because it's like this: if if side A has a relationship with side B, and then mm-hmm. side C wants to have a relationship with side A, mm-hmm. isn't B not gonna be jealous? There's no, there's then, no can we let's yeah. flip that into the girl's perspective? Like, how do you feel about a female doing that? Jumping from friend to knowing <laughs> that knowing that's put that behind a paywall if we're gonna have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, okay. Here's the thing is what I, what I realize in relationships now. I don't think a lot of people want, some people want casual enough. They don't want to be tied down necessarily to one person mm. because it's a, too much of a headache. Mm-hmm. And you get tied down, then there's obligations that you got to uphold. But people want to have that sense of connection. Yeah. But you don't want to sacrifice that connection, connection. You know what I mean? Yeah. And being in a relationship, being, being like exclusive. I don't think a lot of people want to be exclusive. You don't want to be exclusive. That's for you. But you have to let both parties know. Yes. If you want something casual, I feel you have to come out and say it right away from the jump. Don't leave people in limbo because that's where that's where issues are going to start manifesting. Mm-hmm. So if a woman wants to go hang out with this person, that person, this person, that person, here's a sto- here's a story I'm going to tell everybody. Nine times out of ten, men and women are doing that. That's just the harsh reality, right? If you're single, not everybody's single, especially women. Especially women. Women are never single. They always have somebody around. Okay. It's life. It's yeah. life. Yeah. Get it. Even men. Oh, I'm single. No, you're not. <laughs> you're passing. So that so that that terminology, that status doesn't exist, you're saying. I think it does for some people. For me, it does. For me, there's ex- it has to be exclusive. It's a no-brainer. Once I can, so here's, this is what we'll do. We'll do a little role play. Say me and you. If me and you were talking, we're just having a conversation. We meet, we have a couple of drinks, we go for a walk, whatever. Once I get wind and I feel like your, your, your mind is being pulled somewhere else, I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it. Are you pretty like, are you pretty like intuitive with that? Like you. 100%. You can tell. You can tell. Okay. Because when people are distracted, they can never be devoted. Believe me when I tell you. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people miss that. I wish I was as connected to my soundboard. When people are not, when people, sorry, when people are distracted, they cannot be devoted. You know what I mean? I see. Okay. Wow. This is, this is, I like this. Is this is a, like, I this is... whole masterclass, man. Masterclass. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and, and that's the thing, like, I've, I've come to this realization in life that we all have, we all have choices, mm-hmm. right? So if you're dating somebody, be open, be honest from the jump. Yeah. Just be open. Be like, hey, like, listen, don't simply have a conversation, meet up with the person, and then disappear for four or five days, right? Yeah, that's, I don't know. That, I'm, I'm not into that. Like, it's... You know what I mean? Or if you guys hang out and whatever, you guys hook up. And then you just don't talk to each other. Like, what does that mean? That that's I don't know. Maybe that's we're too old for that. Like, <laughs> because like that mentality of like hooking up. Like I'm like that's not in my mindset now. Like I feel like I really take to heart the relationships that I have now, and and I invest time in them. But my thing is just I also just want someone to do the same with me. You know, like the that's why I was asking about like. Um, reciprocating because it's like I want the amount of energy that I put into someone back is that fair to ask but the thing is people can only hold you to the capacity that they hold for themselves yes and that's when you have to think of like am I am I asking too much or is am I asking the wrong person how about this if they're yeah like if I have like a level of standard obviously if you know someone you know who they are 
but you're still missing something and you still expect certain things is it, and they're not able to provide that is it just the wrong person you know if it's the right person the wrong person i feel like yeah and and this is not i'm not trying to be disrespectful to women i think women tend tend to stay longer in things mm-hmm. a little bit longer than they need to when they should know that they should be getting out and i think because it's comfort yeah that fear of being alone it's the fear of maybe looking what all your other friends are doing so say for instance if you got four girls that are all in you know committed relationships engaged to be married or married already you want that you're gonna want that because you don't want to be the odd person now when couples it's couple season and you guys are going out for dinners or hanging out we already know those i don't get invited to those (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) Oh You're not going to be the third wheel, the fifth wheel. <laughs> listen, listen, I saw on Instagram, all my guys that I know, they had a, an engagement party for one of the guys that I'm, that's an acquaintance, right? And I saw them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Okay, cool. They were all hanging out with each other. I sent my congrats and that was it. You know what I mean? But now I don't get invited to the wedding. There's going to be a different conversation because then I have to pull, I have to ask a couple, couple questions there. Yeah. But not everything you get invited to and it, it happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I feel like now we're in this space of just when it comes down to relationships, knowing what you want. And if you're not ready to be in a relationship, I say this to people right now, you have to let that be known from the jump, mm-hmm. from the first initial conversation, right when you guys meet face to face, none of this remote stuff, face to face, I'm not interested. So I'll give you an example. Girl, girl, uh, a, I'll just call her A side, B side. I'm B side. Okay. Technically, I'm A-side. You get what I mean? So Okay, okay, yeah. A-side and, B, A-side and me are supposed to meet up. We don't meet up because COVID is a situation. And then it turned into, can we just have a conversation on FaceTime? I go, cool, let's do this. We get on FaceTime. I'm reading the whole scenario and situation. So I said, I'm like, you never were wanting to meet up. And she goes, well, here's just a lot going on. And I said, okay, cool. Do your thing. Let a couple days go by. I get that. Oh, hey, how's it going? How's your day? At this point in time, I've already checked out. Mm. Why I've checked out is because I'm waiting to see what she's going to do now. So I'm like fishing. I'm fishing yeah. with her. I'm going to see, <laughs> take the bait. The bait's in the water. All I got to do is reel it in anytime you take, you take the bite. She took the bite and she came back and she goes, um, yeah, this is with COVID and this and that. And I got this to pay for and that to pay for. You're telling me all this stuff and I'm hearing excuses. Andrew, I don't deal with excuses. I Thank deal you. I deal with adjustments. Oh, I'm so, so happy you said that. Just that one yeah. line, I don't deal with excuses. Sorry, keep going. We'll talk yeah. about this so, That's what I said. I said, okay, cool. You're not where you're wanting to be. So how are you going to get there? Right? Because I said, I'm just not going to be your, your, your texting buddy, your FaceTime buddy. Mm. We don't do that here. Unless you want coaching, you can pay me for that. I can show you. I can send you the PayPal, the, the e-transfer, the direct deposit. We'll cut, cut the check if yeah. that's what you want to do. She goes, I appreciate you calling me up. Cease dismissed. But here's the funny thing about this. Who's still liking my, inter- who's still liking my Instagram content? Uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> you got right? it. Right? Wow. Oh. See, here's the thing is this. What I realize a lot of people. They're interested in you, but they're not interested in you. You they get what like I mean? The, what, like the attention, the the game, you know, like the chase, like, you know, the, you know, some people like that, even just. It's 2021. 
I'm not here to play Tom and Jerry. Yes. Yeah. I can watch the reruns on what what's Cartoon Network. You yeah, whatever. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me talk about excuses for like a hot second because I hate excuses. Because it tell me how you really feel. Like, don't be afraid to hurt my feelings because I appreciate the openness and the honesty first and foremost. If it's not something that you want, like okay, like I'll deal with it, you know. And so, like, I would rather you be honest than feed me with excuses. Like, like, do you feel the same way? Like, I, I hate excuses, Rory. Like, it's just like, especially when um, they're repetitive and they don't change. Yeah, honesty is something, again, again, it's, it's, you have to be born with honesty. Mm. You can tell when somebody's being honest with you. Mm-hmm. When people are disloyal with you and you may have had a connection with them, it shows up when it's all said and done. Yeah. You guys will come into the same kind of like the same area and that energy is just it's different it's distant energy they walk by you like they don't even know who you are or they look at you like a deer in headlights you know what i mean and it's like who's got time for that you know what i mean Uh again this is where the check-in comes into play it's like feedback if you work with a slew of people and you have different personalities that you have to manage or you have to connect with there's always a thing called feedback that needs to happen and I think a lot of us need to start using feedback a little bit more in our day-to-day life. Peer-to-peer relationships, friendships, and in the connections that you're with, if it's a love relationship. If you can't, if you're a man or a woman that cannot want, does not, sorry, want to listen to what your person's coming with, if it's like, okay, I'd like to communicate more, or you're doing this, and you're not wanting to listen to that, then you're not in it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. You got to get out. You got to exit out because there's boundaries that have to happen. And I'm going to tell you how boundaries show up. Boundaries show up by how you present yourself. We need to be more aligned to be able to understand and take feedback. Right? Hey, I, I'm willing to do that. That's just, uh, I guess, I need to do that with the right people. <laughs> you got to do it with the right people. But the thing, and if the person doesn't want to listen, like I've been in He's been in a relationship. People are listening. So I've been in a relationship. Yeah. Listen, I've had. <laughs> oh my god, maybe I do need to come back and talk about relationships. I had a time I was talking to an ex, mm-hmm. and I was just I was just getting my stuff off, like how we're talking here. Yeah. And you know what I heard? She goes, "Don't preach to me." Oh. I said, "Okay, cool. I'm done talking. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done talking. Don't preach. No, because you so don't." So she wasn't really listening to you then wasn't listening to me yeah because the thing is it goes by who you've dealt with now patterns if you deal with people that are not going to give you the feedback or wanting to take that understanding about who you are when somebody that knows how to do that communicate you're not it's like foreign language to you mm-hmm. it's like charlie brown you know, wah, 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 wah. and then that you're like well i don't understand what he means because yeah. you probably have had a history of men or women or whatever your flavor is that of not knowing, knowing, sorry, how to communicate with you, right? And a lot of you don't know how to communicate. A lot of you want to shout and scream. Mm-hmm. I don't shout and scream. Like back maybe in my early 20s, I used to shout and scream. Shout yeah. and scream with me right now. You know what I mean? I saw it the other night. Two people shouting and screaming in each other's face. I'm like, for what? Like, like what? Nah, yeah. That's not me. You're not doing what that. What does that to lead me. to, right? It's it's gonna lead to somebody crying. Yeah. And it's so, gonna lead to somebody, you know. But upset. no resolution. Like it does. Like it doesn't. 
doesn't lead to resolution. Um, just to end things off a little bit, thank you so much. Like I, I love talking about this stuff, but um, I saw one of your posts. It was, it kind of really caught my eye and I want you to comment on to end it off and like maybe for the person listening, like how they go about this. It was three things to pursue and you listed them down as like strong will, fearless soul and a determined mind. I said those in the order that you listed them. Is that the order that you kind of have to develop your mind to start with? Like this, that strong will, you know, because I, I believe that everything that you want in life, you do need to work hard at, you need to pursue that. But what happens when a person lacks that strong will? You know, where do they start? It all goes back to what, what, what are you around, right? Mm. So I'm going to talk to this in the entrepreneurship mind. Okay. When you're an entrepreneur, there's going to be some very, very lonely times you're going to have mm. because not everybody's going to, how do I say this? Not everybody's going to know how to resonate with your energy. That's where the strong will comes into play for me. Strong will is knowing when to be alone. And if you can't sit alone, how are you going to know how to love yourself? Those alone times and those alone moments get to really know who you are as a person. And I'll say that again, those alone moments and times when you're alone, if you're in your house, you work, you come home and you can just sit there, that phone not going off. Maybe you have it on do not disturb. Maybe you don't have anybody connecting with you. Having those moments to be alone, to occupy and to be in between your thoughts. That's how you develop a strong mindset, right? Now, that also goes along with what your influences are. Podcasts, maybe YouTube. Things that are going to create self-development and self-improvement, right? But you can't have that when there's chaos around you. You got to have that sense of tranquility. There's a lot of things that I do, Andrea, by myself, purposely. All that content you see on Instagram is all me. Everything I do is by myself because I know when to be alone in my thoughts. Mm -hmm. The strong mind that I, that I put myself into the certain podcasts I listen to, the, the amount of audiobooks that I consumed in 2020, you know, books that, that, that resonate of how to really build an internal uh, soul, right? It's just being alone. And I know that, you know, with mental health, they say, you, you know, mental health is a big thing. You don't want to be alone. You always want to have connections and stuff like that. For me, that's what comes into place is being alone. Working out is another big one. That's how you build self-confidence within yourself. Yeah. Those daily affirmations. People know when you're connected. When you're wholesome and you're connected, people can feel that. So yeah. it's having those times of just knowing your affirmations in life. You know what I mean? And that's how you build a strong mindset. Do, do you have daily affirmations that you, do you believe in morning affirmations of, you know, like I will. I'll say it like this. <clears throat> when you go through the reps, mm -hmm. it comes to you naturally. I know a lot of people have the, the, the mirrors where they write with the, the, the marker. And stuff yeah, like yeah. And it's cool, right? For me, it's always I believe. Not I try, not I think, I believe. Hmm. I believe I came on this podcast and it delivered so much value. When I end this podcast and I go to do what I need to do, I believe I do it to the best of my ability. Everything starts with I believe. And when you believe in yourself, 
and you believe in your mission and you believe in the things that you want to do in life, all great things happen. Trust and believe. Wow. Oh my God. I feel like I just want to like end on that note. Like that's. <laughs> you want to keep going. I thought we keep going. You know, maybe for another podcast. <laughs> hey, let me know. I'm here. Yeah. We'll yeah. All we do is got nothing but time. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Time's, a, time's an illusion when you're using it the right way. Oh, I, I like that. I like that. But there's moments where I just feel like I don't have enough. Do I just not have the right mindset when, when prior, I think that I'm way? Prioritizing your time. That's what it is. We know that 68 hours are involved with sleeping and it's 24 hours in a day and then we have to work. But what right? if you just want to keep doing things and you just feel like you don't have enough time? Is so that what you, to, what you have to do is you're going to have to look at your calendar. You got to look at the time clock and see what is what is pulling your time into what's pulling your time that's creating a distraction. Mm. So once you can identify what your distractions are, that's how you can implement success. So I just need to reevaluate and focus on what's going to make yeah. me. Whatever, whatever is, whatever is, whatever you think is killing your time. Cause there's a lot of time killers out there. Yes. Well, I will definitely be reaching out for, I feel like if you're down, obviously for another chat, but it's. Got you. Yeah. Just and shoot me the DM. <laughs> shoot your shots into the DM. Hey, I am so happy I shot this shot. Yeah. <laughs> such a great conversation um Rory I'm gonna add a link to your podcast and but where else can people reach you and find on, you on Instagram there's the Twitter there the Twitter's there for this background talk okay well guys you heard it here first I will add a link to Rory's podcast and I'm sure it's all on his page so yeah. make sure to check him out <laughs> uh all right thank you so much Rory. Right. and um yeah enjoy your evening and for my listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.